Hey folks, welcome to the Smooth Burrito. I'm Frank. And I'm Trevor. And we don't have a lot of time, so I'm just gonna launch right the fuck into it. Let's do it. Uh so let's start with first attack, which I need to get the sample and put it here. First attack! Star Citizen. I bet you haven't heard that name in a while. Yeah, it's been a hot minute. Well, Star Citizen, eight years into development, like, they don't have anything, because of course they don't, but the most hilarious thing happened. They were supposed to put out a roadmap for their completion, like, like what they think they're going to do for the completion, and they instead put out a roadmap to get to that roadmap. Like, they put a roadmap out to finish the fucking roadmap. Man, somebody over there really likes flowcharts. Like, I don't know. This game's never gonna fucking come out. Oh yeah, I doubt it. Like, it's it's this is peak sad. The roadmap uh, might happen. Yeah, the road might. There might be a nice roadmap, and maybe they'll get it so you can print it off and put it on your wall, and it'll That'd look be nice. Tight. Roadmaps are tight. Um, but yeah, Star Citizen is continuing to be Star Citizen. I'm surprised that. You know, every everyone and their grandmother hasn't gotten refunds on this thing. But, yeah, whatever. Shit. Also, Konami is entering the desktop PC business. Enlighten me, Frank. This is the first I'm hearing of this. So, you know how they tried to pivot to pachinko machines? I do remember that. You know how Japan tightened their pachinko machine laws? Yeah. You know how Konami has a bunch of pachinko machine factories? Oh, yeah. There you go. They're trying to make desktop PCs because they can't make fucking pachinko machines anymore. Really? So these are just like gaming PCs you can purchase off their website? Yeah, it's just, it's like, I think they have some brand called Aerosphere or something, but... Will they run Stranding? (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. Um... (laughs) They start at seventeen hundred bucks, and they look really, really fucking boring. Oh, I yeah, personally I would like have movies. rather had uh, a pachinko machine that was also a desktop PC. But you know, if you want, you can spend two hundred and ten bucks for RGB lighting. That's the thing you can do. You're that guy. Mmm. Yeah. You know. Nothing says hot gamer computer like a pre-built from a failed gambling company, which is what I'm considering Konami now, because they still don't make video games. <laughs> Absolutely, they made that Metal Gear Survive game though. Yeah, that that's a video game and not just some sort of like Unity tutorial, like Fox Engine tutorial thing that they farted out in five seconds. Yeah, that game wasn't good. And this last first attack item is not really an article so much as this Nintendo support page that someone found. Uh, So it's the instructions on how to port forward for the Nintendo Switch, which instructs you to forward UDP ports 1 through 65535. That's the entire port range. What? Yeah. Like, why is... To the Switch. Bust a hole in your fucking router to this switch. Hopefully the IPs never change and you suddenly have, you know, uh, an open hole into something that you need to have some sort of security on it. Yeah, is this on? This is on Nintendo's support website. 
Oh yeah, this is absolutely official. <laughs> wow. Real genius hours. And this has been up for at least like three weeks now, I think. Probably two actually. Um and they haven't changed it. There is no new steps. So they have no idea what port range any of their services are using, I guess, or they don't care. Which that is, is not cool. <laughs> in either scenario. No. Wow. No, they both point to really, really, really bad things. But yeah, moving on from that bit of hilarity, let's get into the meat. It's it's beef time, kids. Are you beef. ready? Are you ready for the beef? Are like, you ready for the Giga Leak? I like this beef. is actually an old article about the Giga Leak, but do you know what the Giga Leak was? Uh vaguely. Was so, it a question mark? A bunch of people leaked a bunch, like a ton of old Nintendo shit. Like we're talking back from the Super Nintendo to like N sixty four prototypes. Oh, I remember this. Yeah, yeah. Get released. This article uh, is older, and it has like you know old designs for Yoshi. Weird, like yeah, I seen, I seen that. Weird, like game demos, like this donkey game that looks like it uses all the Yoshi's Island graphics and didn't ever get released. There's a Luigi, Luigi model from, in Super Mario yeah. 64. I've seen some old F-Zero artwork and shit. That was pretty interesting. And so there's this whole treasure trove. I think it was like 20 gigs or something that people are just going through. And for when we're talking like Super Nintendo and N64 dev shit, 20 gigs is a lot. You know what? This seemed, to me, and I, and I know this is probably odd way to look at it. To me, it seems like a little wrong or dirty to look through this stuff right like it's going through somebody's like drawer and reading their diary or something like i don't, stuff know, I don't have any problem with it like this is all this stuff was never going to see the light of day anyway uh yeah. it does suck that there which were is why it feels like... yeah which is why it feels weird it's like nintendo put this away and they didn't want anybody to fucking see it and like this ugly ass fucking yoshi that never would have happened yeah. like i mean it's it's cool like yeah. it's definitely cool to see and it's definitely cool to thumb through and i like seeing like the this like little weird looking like not cute yoshi and luigi <laughs> is super super mario 64 but yeah, like, it was it, finally real 2301 yeah exactly so yeah i don't know it feels a little odd in that sense like this was just some stuff that was supposed to get like trashed or or thrown away, but Nintendo has this habit of like kind of repurposing shit that they file away. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, that's it Star into... Fox Two got turned into Star Fox sixty four essentially. Yeah. So I mean, like, it's just interesting. I mean, it's interesting to see it for sure. I find it interesting. Speaking of Star Fox, that the original game had all range mode in it, and they took it out. Yeah. Um. But I, I, I feel bad about, like, potential personal information about devs being leaked in these documents, because there is some of that. But other yeah. than that, I think a lot of history is essentially rifling through the drawers and diaries of, like, you know, shit that you're not supposed to be in, dead people, uh, in the in historical documents case. But, like, there's That's a lot of gaming history that is just, we're not going to see it, or it's just gone. 
or we'll see it in a heavily curated fashion that doesn't show us all of it. And it's nice to get an un like uh, just a raw slice that we can go through. Because yeah. a lot of these companies, like Nintendo, has a lot of shit that they kept. A lot of these companies just fucking don't. Like, yeah, I know, right? Square Enix kept absolutely nothing. I think. Yeah, there was that rumor a long time for that Final Fantasy rem like the remaster that was never happening. Which one was that? Eight. Yeah. Or nine? Eight. It was eight, I think. That I think was like so. never happening because everybody was like, "It's gone." It's just like doesn't fucking exist anymore. Like all the the whole code, all the code's yeah. gone, so they can't remaster it. But it ended up happening, so I, I doubt that's true. Yeah. Well, there's also other ways to make a quote unquote remaster. You could just remake the entire game. Yeah. Or you could have some smart guy take a dump of the uh like the the program and like reassemble it or disassemble it, I guess. You know, essentially reverse engineer it, which what they had done with Mario 64 complete, completely, excuse me. Right. But yeah, moving on from that, why don't you tell me about these here new Xbox games, these newfangled Xbox games? Sure. So Xbox had a showcase with some gameplay and some new game announcements um, this last, I think it was like the week before this last week um the week we last recorded uh but they showed a lot and then they kicked things off with halo infinite gameplay and there's a lot of people split on it a lot of people think it looks terrible a lot of people some people think it looks good um i'm in the camp that i am a fan that microsoft actually had the balls to show us gameplay because sony still hasn't fucking done that halo infinite is like the first legitimate next-gen gameplay that we've had to look at ever yeah. like throughout all of this and, and we're we just like a few a months away too. like the this game can be it could be in a rough state because a lot of the graphical polish shit like happens the end yeah, yeah yeah that's very late 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 in the terms of uh, the dev cycle stuff so they're showing us an unfinished video game and also, I think a lot of people are going to have to temper their expectations for the resolutions and frame rates that these consoles are running in. Yeah, I agree. And the fact of the matter is it was on a live stream that was live streaming at like 1080 and buffering. So frame rate was not great when they released they released the 4K gameplay footage after the showcase. And I think it looks significantly better in that and that specific scenario. Yeah, and I also, and I, I uh, excuse me if I'm repeating myself, but Ghost of Tsushima looks amazing. Ghost of Tsushima came out on a console that is, you know, almost out the door, and, well, not almost out the that wrong wrong analogy. It's almost at death's door, I guess, is what I should say. But it's almost, the PS4 is almost gone, and... It was made by essentially a first-party studio who is one of the most talented, if not the most talented studios that Sony has, on a console that they knew completely. Whereas, there are still things with the Xbox, whatever the hell they're calling it, I, keep, I always forget, the Series X? Series X 3010 yeah. million Platinum Edition. Yeah, the Xbox Series X Xbox. Like... 
there are things about the console itself that still might not be finalized. So. Yeah, I, I'm going to be honest. I think that people that are knocking like pre-alpha gameplay footage for a next-gen console like months before it's launching um, are just idiotic. Yeah, and that, I'm, I'm watching this gameplay now, and it looks fine to me. It's not like... It's not blowing my hair back or anything. But, but it shouldn't, man. Games already look freaking great. You're, yeah. The things you're going to get from next gen are not going to be the graphical jumps you saw from PS3 to PS4 or from you know PS2 to PS3. These are not... This is not what you're going to get with next gen. What you're going to get is more stable and consistent gameplay yeah. with quality of life features. My PS4 menu is a freaking disaster. That UI is freaking <laughs> terrible and chugs yeah. like you wouldn't believe. It takes me like, sometimes it takes me forever just to open the Netflix app. Like the, the systems are at their like maximum capabilities at this point. Yeah. Upgrading to a new system, everything like you imagine things are going to run more smoothly. There might be third-party app integration. There might be more streamlined streaming capabilities there may be you know like this um uh this xbox series x and halo infinite they're saying some games on series x can run at 120 frames per second so there may be more graphics options do you want higher frame rate do you want higher resolution the game will probably i think i feel like on next gen it'll be pretty standard for games to run at 4k 60 whereas now Barely any games run at 4K, and yeah. if they do, they're not running at 60. I think like one or two games run at 4K 60 on current so consoles. So the idea that you're going to be flabbergasted with graphical upgrades is just not accurate. Yeah, and you do also have to take into account that, what, they've been making this game for two, three years at this point. They could have been making this game before like we, the public, knew that the Series X was a thing. So essentially, like, this is a game that was dev for last year's hardware, not last year's, but like last gen hardware and then kind of like upscaled as part of being a new game or yeah, a new none console. Of the, so, none of the real, like, none of the PS4 launch titles or Xbox One launch titles were absolutely stunning. I think the best looking PS4 launch title was Killzone Shadowfall. Yeah. And that was not that huge of an upgrade for the PS3, but you didn't hear a lot of people complaining about it. It's like you didn't really see games that push the envelope until like a year later, like with things like The Witcher 3 and, and stuff like that that came out. I actually think you're going to see a lot of this as these consoles like get closer to their release dates because people don't realize how much how how much graphical power you need to push 4K versus pushing 1080. It is, like, a huge... It's a way larger amount of pixels that you're putting out. Oh, yeah, I know. Yeah, you're, you're multiplying it by four, literally. Yeah. So now your TV has to put out four, four 1080 images at once, essentially. Uh, you know, I'm being obtuse with it, but, like... So, really, you're, gonna, you're go not going to see, like, new graphical technology. You're going to see it being in 4K and being at 120. 
and that's and you the don't thing. see that on a stream you see that when you plug it into your tv yeah, you're exactly. really gonna see it when you get the console in your house and to be honest the original ps4 barely ran games at 1080 dude like when xbox one and ps4 came out a lot of games running at like 900p yeah yeah the cheater so, reses and then they just throw it through an upscaler which is yeah what they're trying to get away from but i do think that you're going to see a lot of people who buy this console and hook it up to their regular ass 1080 tv and then are disappointed because you know it looks the same as the uh as halo 5 or whatever but that's because the display that they haven't hooked into and you know that the display or the stream they're watching doesn't have the capacity to do 120 hertz it can't do 4K, it's just a regular-ass TV. I, I think that people don't realize... It's almost going to be similar to when you had to upgrade from a CRT to a high-def TV, except it's not going to feel as significant because the shape of the TV is still going to be the same, and the graphics, aside from their resolution and their fluidity, are still going to look the same. So, especially, like, people doing screenshot comparisons are insane. Oh, I know. Because that's not the point of the console, basically. Like, you can you can render images that look incredible on a potato-quality console. Like, you could crank out really nice images on the PS3 if you sit there and wait for it to render. The thing about the console is that it can render these frames and spit out this video at the required resolution and frame rate really fucking quickly. Yeah. And I, I'm pretty amazed that we'll be seeing it probably... I, I imagine there's going to be a 120 frames per second mode for Halo Infinite. And so yeah. I, I'm, pretty, I'm pretty confident that these consoles are going to be a huge upgrade from what we're seeing right now. And to kind of continue on the Halo Infinite, they did also announce that Halo Infinite multiplayer is going to be free to play. Um, and I'm pretty sure they said it'll run at 120 frames per second. Yeah, and that's so pretty rad. Like you can that, even... That's great. Yeah, the, honestly, the Xbox Series X is going to get more benefit from a Walmart kiosk than it is an IGN announcement trailer. Oh, I know. And I think that's going to be the case for the PS5, too, and I think Sony Probably. knows that, which is why they're not, they don't give a shit about showing us gameplay. Yeah. They're like, we're I not... Don't... We'll tell you what games are coming out, but... I feel like Sony knows that showing gameplay is just going to hurt them. Yeah, I think that's why they've been hammering so hard on the spec and what they can do with the console, too. But you're not you're not going to see a lot out of these consoles until they launch, I don't think. I yeah, don't know it's... which the better approach is, because on the one hand, you have not showing the games at all, and then people are like, what are your games? On the other hand, you have showing the games in a state to where they might not look as nice as they're going to, and then people complain. So it's kind of a catch-22 thing, and you have to pick what you think is the least uh, damaging option, I suppose. Yeah, I think um, Xbox and Phil Spencer probably gave the gaming community too much credit and thought that they would be understandable that the game was in pre-alpha and still had a lot of work to be done. Um, but they had it wrong because the gaming community is sometimes just awful. So, well, these are the same people who they tried to tell that a solid state drive is RAM. So, yeah, it's true. 
That's a good point. I, I, I think the left hand might not know what the right hand is doing uh, in that situation. I see they also and... announced a new entry in Forza Motorsport, and the only thing that I have to say about that, aside from being cautiously optimistic about it, uh, because it is going to be on PC as well, of course, is why did they yank the, the number? I saw an argument go down on Reddit between people who were like, just call it Forza Motorsport 8 or whatever, and people who are like, oh, this is, uh, this is fine. This makes it less confusing for people, but I don't get how that second argument works, because now there's two Forza Motorsports. I have and a theory like, about well, that. You're not going to be talking about the old one. Well, I might be, and I also might need to Google the fucking thing, so now I have to add a number to the end of the old title and the new title, which just adds a number to the end of the title. I feel like, I think that um, Microsoft is going for platforms for their big titles now that they have game pass and everything they said halo infinite is basically just going to be this upgraded platform it's going to be expanded upon new expansions you know multiplayer upgrades etc they say halo infinite is halo for like the next 10 years like that is halo and i think we're probably looking at a situation where forza motorsport and forza horizon are also going to be platforms that are upgraded upon over years i think microsoft is kind of veering away yeah. from like the brand new game that they release every other year yeah, I so, think that like they should just have called it Forza Motorsport Unlimited or something in that case. Yeah, and maybe they do. I, I think this game is still pretty far off. Um, they didn't really announce anything of it, and there wasn't really a ton of gameplay. Um, I think that I, I take it back. Sony did show Gran Turismo gameplay. Yeah, they did, and that looked really fucking good. Um, no doubt, but it's easy to make a racing game look good. I'm sorry, yeah. but it just, it is like those games are always technical showcases because I mean, the Forza Motorsport games can run at 4K6 or one of the few games that can run at native 4K60 on current gen consoles. So, yeah. And the um, thing about uh, racing games is like uh, the, the graphical tech is always simple compared to the fidelity of the simulation, which is an element that they don't need to worry about showing off in the trailer much. Right. I mean, I'm hyped for both. Um, oh, yeah. Obviously, I think Gran Turismo is probably going to come out first. Um, that one looks... I mean, Sport was a long time ago, and Sony... I'm pretty sure Gran Turismo Sport made a lot of money, and so did Gran Turismo 5, I believe it was. So, like, so Gran Turismo is one of those games that nets Sony a lot of dough, and especially in the competitive space, because they have, like, a lot of really competitive uh, racers in Gran Turismo. Gran Turismo Sport? Yeah. Hey, Sport, you want to play some Gran Turismo? <laughs> That's the one. <laughs> we should talk about a couple. I want to highlight a couple other games from the showcase that really stood out to me. Rare is making a new game with like this incredible, um, what looked like a cell shaded type art style called Everwild. Um, looks really cool. They didn't really show any gameplay or really let you know what the game is, but I'm confident that it's going to be very good. Um, and then Ori and the Will of the Wisps is going to run at 120 frames per second when it releases on Series X at 4K, which is cool to see that some games are going to be taking advantage of higher frame rates than what we've expected. Um, and then Avowed uh, is the big hype announcement, Obsidian's new like first-person fantasy RPG. Um, they did Fallout New Vegas uh, 
for Bethesda. And personally, that's my favorite Fallout game. Um, and this looks very Elder Scrolls esque. <laughs> this is really funny to me, actually. Like, now that Obsidian has essentially beaten Bethesda at their own game with, like, Outer Worlds, they're trying to do a new Elder Scrolls game. <laughs> yeah. Essentially. More power I mean, to them, honestly. I mean, as long as it doesn't come out alongside Elder Scrolls 6, I think they'll be okay. Elder um, Scrolls, you mean Elder Scrolls 6, three copies of Skyrim duct taped together? <laughs> Man, if they, if they may, if Elder Scrolls 6 is anywhere near the, like, hype level of Skyrim, um, we're in for, we're in for some shit. I'm interested because... That series has gotten to the point where, like, The Elder Scrolls, honestly, I, at least in my opinion, is a tale of simplifying the game down to where it's the most game for the most amount of people. Uh, yeah. And on, I would argue that take it's little things like taking out the spell customization and a lot of the things that they took out from Oblivion wasn't necessary, but it did make a more streamlined experience and it did net them more audience. They've gotten to the point where there's not really anything that they can take out from this formula. So now they have to smooth out the rough edges. And as we know, Bethesda's not fucking good at that. No, they're not. Like, they they own no sandpaper at Bethesda. They own no... That's, they they that's have good. duct tape, and that's about it. Yeah, for sure. I mean... I, I can't think of a game that's garnered such a big following on the same level as like Skyrim though. I mean, it's appeared on fucking everything. And the thing GTA about, 5. Oh yeah. Duh. Uh, but the thing about elder scrolls is they don't beat the series to death. Right. We're not on like elder scrolls 20, right? Oh, elder scrolls. I, I, would I mean, argue they do re-release game to death. Yeah. And... They re-release it all on everything but a new elder scrolls game that's not elder scrolls 5 will come out and it'll be what when did elder scrolls come out elder scrolls where when did sky eight years ago was it was it eight years yeah yeah roughly. that's that's a long time we're probably still two two to four years away from elder scrolls 6 so that's insane to me though like 10 11 years between elder scrolls games yeah yeah, that's a long that's a long gap. I think people will be very hungry for a new Elder Scrolls game. The game's going to do just fine. Yeah, we'll see. I don't know. There there have been instances of like like with the the, the best example I can think of is the new Sim City versus City Skylines. City Skylines is the city building game now. People don't think about yeah. Sim City aside from oh, EA killed Sim City. That's sad. So, yeah, I, I don't think mean. that this will be that dire because Elder Scrolls is like one of Bethesda's flagship things and for them to lose out to Obsidian I don't, I don't see that happening but it'll be interesting. That's all I'm saying. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, And then the last game that obviously stands out would be uh um Warhammer Fable. 40k Dark Tide. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm gonna Fable. talk about that in a second, but it's the Fable remake, man. Playground Games, uh Forza Horizons developer, which are the racing games that I prefer. I think Forza Horizon is 
much more up my alley than the simulation racer. Um, they're making the new Fable game. And we didn't see any gameplay. We just saw like a little cinematic. Um, we didn't and... see Peter Molyneux anywhere near this thing, did we? No, we didn't. Good. So that's promising. But yeah, I'm excited about that. I think that's really cool. I see that they're, they have announced Warhammer 40k Darktide, yes, which is did. essentially the Warhammer Vermintide developer's take on 40k, which I think will be cool, but I find it funny because Vermintide was essentially left for dead in the Warhammer universe, right? They already tried making a game like that with the Space Hulk FPS, and that game kind of sucked, so it's really funny that they're just like, fuck it, try again with the company that we know works. Right. And also no. new uh new Tetris effect. That's cool. With co-op. Yeah, that is cool. Yeah, for sure. Um but yeah, it was a overall I think the showcase was good. If you want to compare it to Sony's showcase, um I think they're pretty neck and neck. I think Sony takes the edge because they showed their console for the first time. Um but the ugly, ugly console. Yeah, it is pretty ugly, but they did show it, <laughs> and it it was a little bit longer, and they showed quite a few more games that were interesting to me. That Ratchet and Clank game, the um, looked really cool. Spider Man Miles Morales, uh, the new Horizon game looks great. So I was more intrigued by that one, but I did like what microsoft did i like their announcements and one big thing about all the announcements that were made there was like 20 something games maybe like 22 23 all of those are coming day and date to games pass so they're really pushing game pass hard yeah uh, i noticed that they dropped the xbox branding off of that too so they kept <laughs> i've seen this everywhere it's funny xbox showed an image i think it was on twitter i don't even know i'm not going to try to find it but it was like a little drawing of a flowchart of why it's just the xbox symbol and not the word xbox on it um and they just said it had nothing to do with dropping the xbox branding from it It had everything to do with just making the logo look better ah that's funny that explains why that article was just straight up deleted (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> thanks gamesindustry.biz fuckers well speaking of sony's state of play so there was a game on that state of play thing called eon must die it looks at, like actually an interesting take on the beat-em-up with very uh, cool looking graphics if you're a fan of tron like i am but that's not what i'm here to talk about so apparently the entire dev team up to the chief creative officer left and that trailer should not have been shown because there is currently a big kerfuffle over who actually owns this IP. And from the documents that the dev team have posted, it looks like the head dev is the guy who owns the IP and then everyone else owns their work on down. And the their company that they were working for just said, fuck it, we're taking this game and we're going to show a trailer, we're going to put it out, and we're just going to steal your work. And their their publisher did nothing, and Sony did nothing ahead of that, and that's awesome. Yeah. I love it when people get their work just straight up stolen from them. 
<laughs> I mean, I don't know what else. What was all in that state of play? I didn't see. It. I, think I have it was no all... idea. I didn't have much interest, to be honest. I think they showed some Crash Four, the yeah. new Crash Bandicoot. But I wonder if we're gonna hit a point where people get tired of Crash Bandicoot and remember why that series stopped being a thing for a while. I think we'll find out when Crash Fan of Bandicoot Four comes out. <laughs> we're gonna have. I like. We're gonna reach the point where series have multiple slumps in them. Yeah, because nothing can ever end. Speaking of a slump, um, there is a piece of <laughs> piece of news that I wanted to talk about. Rocksteady, who's been in a mad slump for many years with not an, without announcing what game they're working on, is apparently working on a Suicide Squad game that they announced via tweet and Twitter. Yeah, I saw that. Who who asked for that? I mean, no one. Like, it's like they had to come up with a response to that Avengers game that Square Enix was making that no one had any interest in. Yeah. You know, that game that's apparently has, like, 16 separate different editions, and it's yet another game that you need a flowchart to explain the release of. Oh, God, those never end well. Yeah. But the last game I knew that was bad like that was Anthem. Anthem, and that's yeah. a good sign. That was that's that was just sign. EA has a habit of doing that shit, man. Yeah, um, just making it complicated as hell to figure out how the fuck you're gonna play it. Yeah, I shouldn't. There shouldn't be more than per, personally. I don't think there should be more than one tier of release date. Like the game should just have a release date because. That's obviously the date that it's done, so essentially what you're doing isn't giving people early access, you are giving people who pay less diminished access. Like, they have to wait. Because the product is done at that point, it's gold, it's mastered, it's being put out. But that's just yeah, my I two agree. cents on it. No, I agree, man. I'm, on the, I'm in the same boat. I think everybody should be able to play it at the same time, and I don't think that... I mean, development studios are trying to look uh, to every possible way to make money, and yeah. if one of those possible ways to make money was to give people, to make people pay more to play it earlier than everyone else. If they could somehow install razor blades on your controller that would only retract if you gave them $10, they would do that. <laughs> Speaking of razor blades on your controller, the PlayStation 4 controller can work on the PlayStation 5 for PlayStation 4 games only. Yeah, and this is in stark contrast to the Xbox controller and ecosystem where you can just play all games with all controllers and all systems yeah. and whatever the fuck you want with whatever it's, you own. It's really fucking interesting how we have gone from Microsoft being the ones with the console that has the shitty controller setup because on the 360 you could only use X input controllers and hell, X input becoming a thing kind of fucked up people with direct input controllers on PC for a while. But, you know, we're done with that now. Meanwhile, on the PlayStation 3, anything that was direct input, you could fucking plug in and map it, and it would work for, like, 90% of all cases. I'm sure there are people who have, like, plugged in Thrustmaster wheels and gotten those to work or something ridiculous. Then the <laughs> PS4 happened, and it just works with the PS4 controller, and certain fighting games supported PS3 controllers provided that you jump through a weird hoop where you had to synchronize another controller for a lot of them, and it got very messy very quickly. Now, yeah, I... Microsoft's just going to have, like, oh, yeah, use your same controller because it's the X input standard. Why wouldn't you? Meanwhile, 
I don't I don't know what the hell's gonna happen with fighting games because like you know, a controller is forty to eighty dollars usually depending on what grade of controller you get. And there's outliers on the high end and the low end, of course. But a fight stick starts at like one fifty usually. Maybe one twenty if you catch it on sale. And then has for a lot of people customizations and different shit that they don't want to give up. How are you going to take care of those people if you release a fighting game on PlayStation 5? There's not even two frontside USBs. And Lord knows the fighting game community, you know, as much as that exists, isn't going to accept wireless as a solution. Because it never works right. So I do wonder how they're going to handle that. It's probably going to be like a hub off of the USB-C port or something. But, yeah, why can't my PS5 controller, or why can't my PlayStation 4 controller work on ps5 games i don't get their quote was that they wanted all ps5 games to take advantage of the unique features of the playstation 5 dualsense controller yeah that controller that's apparently going to need firmware updates by the way so now oh shit my controller is out of date is a thing that you're going to be saying yeah i mean i i think the xbox one controller does that currently probably but I didn't know about that because I don't have an X-Bone, so they're going to pass. So they're going to pass. Yeah, they're going well, uh, to pass because I'm not paying them, right? Right. But, um, I think Sony is in this state where everything they did with the PS4 works so well. Um, and they have the mindset that if it ain't broke, don't fix it. So I think they're scared to change anything. Yeah in terms of their structure and how they approach um, generations of consoles, where Microsoft, on the other hand, everything was broken, so they needed to fix it. It's interesting, though, because they've never really restricted their controllers until the PlayStation 4 era, because the PS3 could take anything, as we established. Like, you had the right adapter and could go into USB. The PlayStation 2 could use, unless it was very few games like Gran Turismo or anything that needed pressure-sensitive buttons, could use DualShock 1 controllers just fine. Yeah, but the PS4 was the first one, was the first system in a long time to really drastically change the way the controller worked. Yeah. Um, I, I just think, personally, that Sony has a lot of hubris going into this, like they did when they were going into the PlayStation 3 off the back of the PlayStation 2. And I honestly do think that the PlayStation 5 launch is going to largely be a repeat of the PlayStation 3 launch. I would say that too, but a lot of the polls, and I'm just... A lot of the polls and a lot of the things that I'm seeing online is just a lot of people are leaning PlayStation still. I don't doubt that those polls are out there. You're always going to have your Chad Wardens, but those polls are also self-biased towards the people who would take polls about what console they're going to buy. True. Whereas you have you have a large swath of the public that isn't making their opinion doesn't. known right now. Because they don't have one, right? Yeah, they're kind of on the fence. And I mean, personally, I have a gaming PC, so if I was to buy a console, I'd probably uh, lean PS5 just because 
I can play all my Xbox games and get Game Pass on PC. Yeah, exactly. I don't I don't get what getting an X-Bone gets me. Aside from not having to have a gaming PC set up, which I do. But I think that Microsoft also understands that, like, they have a vested interest in you playing games on your PC as well. Yeah, so, and I Sony think that doesn't. they don't care. I don't think Xbox cares, sorry, cares where you play their games as long as you're playing them. And I think that they're the reason why they're releasing consoles is so people that don't want to spend the big money on building a PC have a way to play good games in 4K. Exactly. High, high frame rates. I mean, this like is like one of my coworkers who he's a programmer and he doesn't want to use a PC when he comes home for leisure. Right. Yeah, I was like that for a long time too. I was like, I use computers for work. I just want to play games on a console. But yeah, that that's changed recently. <laughs> but what? yeah, I personally am not going to be buying either of these things until there is some sort of killer app that I just can't get on PC and I can't do without. Like Gundam Extreme versus Maxi Boost on is out on PlayStation Four, and I've been playing that. Um, and that was a big, like, that and a few on other Gundam games that were only on that console were the reason why I ended up with this console. I'll so, be interested to see... Until something like that, I don't, I don't see myself buying either of them. I'll be interested to see how some of these, like, first round of third-party next-gen games run on PC. Yeah. You know, like, Watch Dogs Legion, the new Assassin's Creed game, whatever the new Call of Duty is, probably. Like, just all the games that usually come out in the fall that will be coming out on PC and the next-gen consoles. It'll be interesting to see how they run on PC compared to PlayStation 5 and Series X. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm going to delete this Intellivision Amico note because I don't have enough in my brain to describe it to you and we might need to do something special with that okay so i will just leave that as like a teaser for a thing that might be in the pike but for sure we've been on for about 42 minutes so we want to talk about what we've been playing really quick kind of do the this that part at the end since we completely blew past it at the start yeah sure so um i've just been playing a lot of Final Fantasy fourteen still. Um been just trying to get to level up, although I might be taking a little bit of a break because version patch five point three is gonna be coming out and I've created a new character and I've hit this wall and leveling that's supposed to be fixed in five point three where they're supposed to kind of streamline the leveling between forty and fifty. So I think I'm gonna take a break until five point three comes out. Um started playing GTA, GTA online. I've uh, been having fun with that. Those are really the only two games I've been playing. I'm still trying to finish Ghost of Tsushima, slowly but surely making my way through it. Yeah, I we played GTA Five before this podcast, of course, and then I've been playing Gundam Extreme a bit. Ian and I are going to try that game to take that game actually seriously and see if we can learn how to get good at it because, you know, it's a fighting game and it's difficult. But that's been fun. Other than that, I haven't been playing too much this week, actually. I, uh, largely have done a lot of reading, actually. Like, I've oh, been getting cool. back into reading books. I found out that, uh, because part of my problem was that, like, 
I could read stuff on my phone, I could read stuff on my PC, there was no way to synchronize the two, right? I found out that if you use Google Books and just upload your own files to them, you can sync your place between, like, whatever device you have it open on, and that's been a game changer. Oh, that's cool. like, when I'm at my PC and I want to read something, I just pop open the book. When I'm at my phone and I want to read something, pop open the app, and, you know, everything stays synchronized and hunky-dory. So that's been cool. But that's really all I've been doing. That's cool. Well, yeah, you should play more GTA with me. I'll be on playing that quite a bit. I'm down. But if you don't have anything else, I think that's going to be it for us. All right. Yeah, I'm good. Yep. Uh, This has been a slightly quicker than usual smooth burrito. I will catch you guys later. See ya.